The following podcast is brought to you by the BICBP Radio Network. Johnson, and welcome to the uh, the official season opener. I thought I was going to be opening up uh, this 2019-2020 season a little bit earlier, uh, but I had some stuff going on, so I didn't get to be as consistent as I wanted to, uh, but here we are. Here we are. We're going to get started officially in full swing. Wrestling practice starts uh, this week for a lot of teams. I know, you know, tournaments start kind of by the end of the month. It's going to come quick. Uh, so I decided I better get my button gear and get going. Um, but I hope you're all doing very well. Have a nice, uh, you know, full wrestling off season. And it gets started. We're back to it. And coaches, wrestlers, parents, uh, and even busy podcast hosts such as myself uh, have to be constantly on top of things. And that's not a bad thing at all. Uh, I'm very excited to discuss some things with you today. I just wanted to open up in simple former fashion. Uh, basically what I'm going to do today is going to go through every team. Uh, so I'm going to run through pretty much every team that has a, uh, has a returning sectional place finisher from last year. Uh, top four. So you can kind of get the idea of some of these names, some of the you know listeners who are just fans of the sport, um, but perhaps some names that could be on the uptick this year. Um, you know, that made a play, you know, made a statement placed in their, uh, respective weight class last year. So, um, you know, there's plenty of kids, plenty of kids coming back. I'm sure there's plenty of room for others to step up this year. Every year, there's always a new name, new face. That's kind of tearing up the, tearing up their respective weight class. So, but, but for now, um, I, you know, I can only, I can't really, can't even really speculate. I don't know who's where at what weight class, who's at the, if even at the same school. Uh, but pretty much what I'm going to do for this opening episode to kind of kick off the season, uh, you know, full-time is, uh, is yeah, do that. I'm going to go through some teams, run through some names, uh, and, yeah, we'll call it we'll call an episode. just wanted to get in, pretty much in touch with you all. All right, so we're going to go in alphabetical order in by division. So we're going to start off with D1 and I am not 100% certain also who is in what uh, division anymore either. Everything changes so much, but based on last year's results. Uh, we're going to start off with Amherst. They got a couple uh, couple studs coming back this year. Uh, 132 last year, Lennox Walker, who finished fourth in the D1 sectionals. Uh, 160, Ben Biscaglia, who finished fourth at, in uh, sectionals. 285, Ryan Bitka third in sectionals, and uh, Tyree Orange, who finished fourth, uh, both at 285. So those are going to be some returning studs that you want to look out for this year. Uh, definitely should be on the names to watch list. Uh, hopefully, hopefully success for all of them. Um, and all these kids, all these kids. I want to see everybody improve. Uh, Clarence, 126, Aiden Rabideau took second in Division One sectionals last year. 138, Caleb Krantz, fourth in D1 sectionals. And 152, Jack Feltz, fourth in Division One sectionals. To Depew Cleveland Hill, 
two uh, gotta be brothers returning to the team to Puke Cleveland Hill, 106 pounds. Carson Alberti took first in the section last year in large school at 106 and 113. Michael Alberti who took third in the section. Uh, so that is to Puke Cleveland Hill Frontier allegedly returning uh, all these kids. 99 pounds. Travis Browning took second in the section. Uh, Adam Kowalski who took fourth at 120 pounds. Dylan uh, Wojciechowski, third place in Section 6 at 170. And at 220 pounds, Max Fleming took fourth place in the D1 sectional championship. Grand Island, bringing back a lot of big-name kids. couple Section 6 champs. Uh, so they got, they've got they been on good track for, uh, for quite some time now, a few years. So shout-out to Grand Island. Uh, 113, Jack Randall returning. He took second place in Section 6 last year. Uh, at 126, Brian Bielik, who took third at that weight class last year. 160-pound uh, Section 6 champion Adam Dagestani, who, uh, yeah, took fourth place in New York State last year. He is returning. I believe he still has one more year, if I'm not mistaken. Um I just looked at the ages a little while ago. And 220-pound uh, se- Section 6 champ, Blake Bielik. Uh Yeah, so they'll all be returning. Grand Island has some big studs returning to their team this year and continue to improve. Uh, they've lost a lot of great seniors over the last couple years. Um, and I, I can speak firsthand. That's why I do. I'm not f- super familiar with every team. Um, you know, I'm pretty close with the Grand Island coaching staff. And and yeah, they, they've they've graduated a lot of great kids, and uh, looks like they have a bunch more coming on up. So so there's that Hamburg, a uh, couple second place finishers from uh, sectionals last year. Uh, 132 Ryan Forrest, 138 Devin Collins, and 220 pounds John Haberman, um, all coming back for the Bulldogs. Jamestown is returning one, uh, Dwayne Harold. Fourth place finish from 145 pounds last year. Uh, Lancaster. Lancaster always reloading. One of the best teams probably. Man. I know it's from before I was in high school, which uh, which was 2005. So Lancaster, another one of those teams that just keeps reloading. And they uh, another stud, stud-filled team, too. Uh, 99 pounds, Michael Schaefer, who took third in Section 6 last year, uh, will be returning uh, second-place finish at 106 in 2018. Miles Gronowski, 2018-2019. Uh, 152, Ryan Stencil, second-place finish in Section 6 at 152, as well as a fifth-place New York State finish. Uh, looking forward to a big year from Ryan Stencil. Uh, you know, him and Warren McDougal. Easily two of the best 152-pounders in the sec- in the state uh, last year. I know there's some questionable refereeing at, from what was being reported. So I'm really looking forward to seeing Ryan Stencil's, uh, you know, upcoming season. I'm hoping, of course, you know, being a Section 6 guy, that ends up in a state championship for him. Uh, so, yeah, Stencil, big year up ahead. And 195, Cody Scotland, uh, who took second place in, that, in the sectionals last year in that weight class. Um, next up for Niagara Falls, big, big graduating class, uh, that they had, you know, lost a lot of quality seniors, uh, good kids, good kids being a graduate of Niagara Falls, being a former volunteer coach, uh, a lot of kids that I really got to know over the last couple of years. And, uh, man, weird, 
weird. Time flies. I feel so old. I feel so old right now. Uh, but regardless, 106 pounds uh, last year. He took a fourth-place finish. That's a Mafio Reynolds Jr. Uh, 138 pounds, Willie McDougald took first place in the section and second place in New York State. His upcoming senior year is you know, going to be highly anticipated. Him as well as his cousin, Justin McDougal from Niagara Wheatfield going into their senior years. And, uh, you know, it's there's a lot of pressure that comes with that senior year. Um, we know Willie's been a state champ. It would be great to finish off his career with a, uh, you know, another state championship under his belt. And I fully believe in him. I fully believe in a lot of these kids uh, from Section 6. I really do. And I'm, I'm not 100% certain if he's returned to Niagara Falls. I've heard some... Some rumblings and rumors, rumors, but uh, Joseph Dixon, uh, who took third place at 160 pounds last year, he is uh, allegedly returning. I, I heard something that he's going to, um, yeah, he's going to a different school, and that's all I'll say. Nagawit Field, Nagawit Field, another team, reload, reload, reload. That's all they ever do. Not a bad thing. Tell you, uh, you know, it's. Why their program's so successful? They just pull kids off the streets and turn them into, uh, turn them into quality varsity wrestlers and beyond. Uh, Ninety-nine pound last year, fourth place finish in the section to Sean Matthews is coming back. One hundred six, Mark Coon, third place finish last year. Um, section six champ at one hundred and twenty pounds. Colin Koganauer uh, is returning, as we mentioned, Justin McDougal. Took first in the section last year at 132, as well as a fifth place finish in New York State. Uh, now that you know, big year for him. Looking forward to seeing him. <laughs> He's got a fun wrestling style. It's super aggressive, and uh, you know, I could speak. I've I've watched him uh, compete pretty much, and and yeah, man, I'm really looking forward to Justin's senior year as well. Uh, Olean graduated a ton of kids, ton of kids, but a great talented program. I'm sure they're going to reload just as well. Uh, coming back for Olean, Gavin Culp, third place finish at 152 pounds last year. And Connor Walsh, third place finish at 195 pounds last year. Yeah, they got rid of a lot of talented seniors, a lot of sectional uh, place finishers, including a section six champ. So, um, so Yeah. That is that. A few more schools here in the large school with returning uh, sectional place finishers. 195, 195-pound uh, sectional champ from Orchard Park last year, Mike Pataki, as well as a third-place finisher from 220 pounds, uh, Matt Wagner. Orchard Park has a great, you know, young coaching staff. I've, uh, you know, it's been cool watching them progress, and I'm sure this year won't be any different. Uh, West Seneca. West Seneca is returning one Section 6 uh, place finisher. Uh, the fourth place finisher at 170 pounds last year, Corey Snyder um, as well. And then lastly, for a large school D1, the Will North, uh, the Will North East, uh, Cameron Catrabone, first place finisher from 99 pounds last year. So... So there's that. Um, you know, if I miss somebody, I greatly apologize. There's a lot of research to do, even though I have no excuse. Um, but if you, you know, if you're a part of it, one of these schools that unfortunately was not mentioned, should be that much more, uh, much more motivation, I think, to uh, to be that kid. Uh, you know, to really step up and, and represent your school well. 
this podcast is for you, the wrestlers. If you've never listened to my show before, this is for you to get name recognition at each and every one of you. I'm going to be announcing winners of dual meets uh, you know, every week here on this show, and it's, it brings me great joy to do that. I didn't have that when I was in high school, so I figured this would be a really cool and different way to bring that uh, you know, to you kids, the wrestlers, who deserve every bit of credit as, that you, des- you, know, you can get if you work hard for it. Uh, you deserve to have your name mentioned uh, as often as possible. But regardless, uh, Division Two returning sectional place finishers, top four. Going to start with Akron, second place finisher at 195 pounds. We have Millard Young coming back. Albion, fourth place finisher at 285 pounds from last season. Cody Wilson, Chautauqua Lake. Uh, bringing back their third-place finisher from 132 pounds last year, Brendan Ramsey. Real tough squad, you know. Um, East Aurora lost uh, Johnny Putney, but they will be bringing back the third-place finisher at 99 pounds last year, Nolan Skorinski, as well as the 113-pound Section 6 champion from 2018-19, Alex Skorinski. So that should be a good workout partners for each other. Uh, it goes a long way. Eden. Fourth place finish from 120 pounds last year, Blake Colentino. And the second place finisher from 152 pound weight class, Giovanni Schifano. Falcon, another team that just seems to reload, reload, has been a small school powerhouse for seemingly forever. Uh, bringing back some big time names. Big time names. Graduated Robbie Penhallo and Nick Sager, uh, but they have a whole mess of kids ready to come up. Uh, so good on them. 99 pounds, Braden Newman, second-place finisher last year in the section. Uh, section 6 champ at 145 pounds, Jimmy Kramer, uh, who also took sixth in New York State. Uh, Third-place finisher from at the 170-pound weight class, Bryce Baglia. Uh, Hudson Johnson, third-place finisher in the 182-pound Section 6 championship bracket. And third-place finisher from the 220-pound weight class, uh, and D2, Colin Beekner. Those are your finishers uh, returned for Falconer in the 2019-2020 season. Allegedly, allegedly. I, like, again, I don't know I don't know who goes where um, or if they did or if they even decided to wrestle again. That's another thing that's happened too. Very talented kids just decide not to show up the next season. And it's very unfortunate, but it does happen. Uh, Franklinville. Second place finisher at 170 pounds last year, Cleon Lawton returns, as well as fourth place finisher from at 182 pounds, Kyle Wittenrich. Uh, Fredonia, great, great program. Second place finisher from 138 pound weight class, Dalton Gardner, who also finished fourth in New York State, returns. Uh, you also have Sarah Kristen, who is the section six champ at 170 pounds. Uh, Alex Christie, fourth place finisher at 195 pounds. And Jake Skinner took second at 220 in Section 6. Those are your Fredonia, Fredonia returners. Uh, Gowanda returns their Section 6 champ from 186 pounds last year, David Ball. Iroquois, 113-pound third-place finish, Michael Schiffauer. Second-place finish at 120 pounds, Ryan Sweeney. Fourth-place finish at 126, Jacob Joswiak, all returning for Iroquois. Lackawanna. Mohamed Alshawi, second-place finisher at the 126-pound bracket last year, and uh, fourth-place finisher from 106, Nagy Fidel, 
will also be returning. Lakeshore bringing back one section um, sectional champ, uh, 126-pound champ Julian Martin coming back for Lakeshore. Luport, Luport, uh, you know, I was very fortunate enough to coach there. Shout out to Coach Hoover and Edwards and all the kids there. Uh, I got to coach Lathal Sousa a couple years ago. Um, last year, one section six place finisher, Trent Reed, who finished fourth at 113 pounds. He'll be coming back to the Lewport Lancers this year. Uh, hopefully in improving his, you know, improving that spot. That's what I like to see. Maple Grove, two, I'm guessing they're brothers. Uh, third place finisher in, uh, at the 120 pound weight class, Luke Tomlinson, as well as Jake Tomlinson at 182 pounds. Medina. 99-pound fourth-place finisher from last year was Sean Bloom, as well as third-place finisher Colby Petrie at 126 pounds. New Fane with the 99, last year's 99-pound Section 6 champion uh, and second place in New York State finish, uh, Andrew Lezinski comes back. Uh, fourth-place finish at 145 in the section, Ryan Nugent. And 285-pound Section 6 champ, Jaden Hears comes back. So they got some studs coming back. New Fane on the up and up. Uh, good to see that. Pioneer. Daniel Kirsch, second place finisher in 113 last year, as well as Cam Riordan, fourth place finish at 145 pounds last year. They graduated uh, Mike Riggerman and uh, Aether Fomatha. Uh, a couple studs there. Uh, I know Riggerman was just, just a freak athlete. Uh, very talented state champ. You know, it's a tough loss. Pioneer, just keep doing what they do. they got a great coaching staff. Um, you know, I know that. I've seen them, met those guys, hung out with them in person. And, uh, yeah, just reload. Love it. Portville, Dakota uh, Maesho. I apologize, I definitely blew that. 152-pound returner, as well as Roland Thompson at 160. Uh, Southwestern, Dagon Bryant. Fourth place finisher at uh, 138 pounds, as well as Dante Hoos, who took third at 195 pounds last year in the section. All right, and our last team with returning sectional place finishers, uh, Tonawanda. Tonawanda, uh, 106 pound third place finisher from last year, Nick Zordica. Uh, Colin Ziantera, fourth place finish at 160 pounds, and Jason Frazier, uh, who took was the Section Six champ at 182 pounds last year. So those are your returning for returning athletes, or returning sectional place finishers for small school. Um, I'll get every name, every name definitely worth a look. You know, a follow this year, I'm sure. Uh, the, a lot of these athletes do, pro, you know, make progress. They do make great strides, and. And gains and, and whatnot. Um, and lastly, last we excuse me, lastly, uh, we have a couple schools in the Catholic division, the Senior Martin division, um, who will be having uh, returning returning athletes uh, that placed in the Catholic states. Um, I think Catholic states is a little bit better of a measuring stuff, measuring mark. Um, for some of the best athletes to to keep and follow, not that you know these other ones aren't great, um, but Catholic states I think is the way to go. Uh, St. Francis graduated some excellent excellent talent, but they will be bringing back uh, last year's fourth place finish in Catholic states, Liam Edwards, at 100 from 113 pounds, 
and uh, third place finisher from at the 145-pound weight class, Jack Gordon. And uh, let's see, St. Joseph's also has a couple returners coming back. Caleb Leswing, uh, second place finish in Catholic States at 285 pounds. And uh, Ronnie Jones, second place finish at 145 pounds. So that's that. Everybody else graduated. Uh, that just means next man up. You know, if there's spots to fill, uh, you got to step up. At, you know, as as wrestlers, for your coaches, for your team, for your school, Um you know, it's it's pretty much an X man up. I remember uh, in ninth grade, Niagara Falls had, in my opinion, one of the best senior classes of, you know, that, that at least that I was around. Um, I really did. Uh, he had Dale DeBacco, William Turk, Brandon Kassler, Dan Prusnow, Malcolm McDougald, uh, and, and so many others, so many talented guys, just to name a, a few of those. These guys were studs, and you know, in my eyes. And um, I learned a lot from William Turk, and then he graduated, and I didn't, I couldn't learn from him anymore. Um, you know, I got to wrestle with him for a full season. I really learned a ton from him, and um, yeah. And then I just pretty much got thrown into the fire the following year in tenth grade. Surprise, your varsity. Uh, you know, it may seem scary at first. It may seem scary at first, but I advise any kid, if there's an opening at varsity, um, no matter what your skill level, if your coach allows you to wrestle off for it, do it. Do it, especially if you're an underclassman. Especially if you're an underclassman. There is no better experience that you are going to get on a wrestling mat than wrestling against other people at your weight class. Studs, no matter who they are, studs or duds, uh, my 10th grade year, and I know my learning isn't like everybody else's, I got beat up on quite a bit. It was the only year I was 215-pound sophomore, you know, 215-pound weight class. I was a sophomore, uh, and I got thrown right into the fire. That was my first varsity year. I got to wrestle guys like John Taylor from Lockport, Rob Don from Fredonia, uh, and, and so many others. Ellis Williams from Kenmore West. And I was just thrown right into the fire, just getting beat up left and right. And you know what? It helped me. It helped me. There, losing losing a match is one of the best learning experiences you can have. It really is. If you don't, if you know, if you wind your hand raise at the end of a match, you know, you're gonna you're gonna work for it. If you lose somebody one time, you 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 kind of know what their style is. There, there's so much that goes into all of this. Um, but I think the greatest lesson really is, yeah, throwing yourself into the fire. It's it may the feeling may suck, you know, it may not be great. You may get beat up in front of your friends and family. I know that's not a very reassuring statement to uh, to hear. But uh, if you really love this sport, love wrestling, and want to be the best at it, you will do it. You will throw yourself into the competition, and you will get better. I promise you that. If you work hard and you learn from mistakes and you grow as a wrestler, you you will be one of the best. Uh, always challenge yourself. Always challenge yourself. Um, but, yeah, that's really what, I mean, I just want to get a quick one out. Next week I'm going to actually go through with Section 6 Rivalries. Uh, I've been talking about doing it forever, and I'm going to go through with it. So Section 6 Rivalries episode, uh, it's going to be individuals. It's going to be team stuff, a little bit of team stuff. Um, but some of the best rivalries in Section 6 wrestling history is what I'm going to cover as far as what I know. Um, if you have any recommendations, if you want anything to, you know, to suggest, 
hit me up. Section six wrestlecast um, at gmail.com. Send me a message. I also have a Facebook page. Uh, and the six is not the V1, the Roman numeral style. It's the actual regular number six. Uh, so section six, number six, wrestlecast at gmail.com. Also, if your team needs a photographer uh, for maybe profile pictures for your social media, I offer that. Um, legit, if you threw me 75 bucks, I will have, um, that's it for your entire team. I will give you digital photos for every person of your, you know, every wrestler on your team, including you, the coaches, um, shoot me a message. I will get a date, you know, get a date set up with you on that. Also this year, I'm going to slowly start to unravel a, a match streaming, uh, type deal. I got a sweet webcam and I'm going to try slowly at a couple different places, uh, I know this year definitely the uh, Linda Canula Memorial Tournament, formerly known as the NFWOA Officials Tournament. Uh, I'm going to be trying it there, you know, just slight streaming just so we can help expose the sport a little bit more, and I will be doing commentary over that. So if you are willing to give me a chance, I will come in free of charge for, you know, doing commentary and live streaming. Uh, I just need Internet service pretty much so I can do it live on the Section 6 WrestleCast Facebook page. So that is it. That is it for announcements next week, Section 6 Rivalries. And uh, thank you so much, man. I've You guys who listen to this podcast, it's one of my highest-rated podcasts that I do out of all six that I have. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. I hope, you know, I hope this is up to snuff for all of you. Uh, it's Again, it's all about recognition for the kids. It's all I care about. Um, kid, you know, they deserve, they work hard all, all winter long, and they deserve to have their name said by people, uh, you know, a big problem, a big reason why I got into podcasting, um, at least for the section six WrestleCast, is that the media coverage was lacking. And, and I'm not saying it is still anymore. Trust me. It's not even close. Cause Matt O'Rourke and Tim Herman from arm drag and so many others do uh, just an absolutely amazing job of making this happen. Uh, getting results in interviewing kids, wrestlers of the week, stuff like that. They do such a good job. If you bump in any of those individuals at a tournament, go up to them, shake their hand, and say thank you. I'm telling you, it'll go a long way. But I won't keep rambling. Nice quick one. And uh, we'll talk to you next week right here on the Section 6 WrestleCast.